live. What do I do? What do I say? Oh my gosh, we're live. Oh my gosh. Is this when we play the music? I don't know what to do. What to do. You're listening to the Fade to Bay Network. <laughs> we invite people of all backgrounds to share their stories. Their nuanced conversations. And forward thinking. And not taking ourselves too seriously. Everyone's story matters. Every voice is important. Life is polarizing. But not everything is black and white. Come join us as we fade to gray. Ow! Good evening. Everybody. I am your new co-host. Nope. I'm Elizabeth, and we've got Omar and Chris here today. We're doing a roundtable just for the fun of it, and we thought uh, we would start with the big news, or shall we say hello first, gentlemen? Hello. 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 <laughs> How are you, Omar? Uh, hi. Hi, hi everybody. How's it going? What's the, what's the big news? I mean, I'm scared. I'm 40 years All old. Right. I can't... I mean, are you pregnant? What's going on? <laughs> oh, no. No, God, no. Oh, no, 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 no. All right, so did you know that Dr. Seuss has been canceled? What? He is... He, he's canceled. He's canceled. <laughs> and news. we are no longer allowed to like him. You're no longer allowed he's to racist. listen to Fox News, apparently, and all the conservative Ooh. Christians who are peddling this bullshit. Dr. Seuss is not canceled. <laughs> it's true. All right. So here's the thing, guys. We did a little bit of research. Just a little bit. By research, <laughs> you mean Google. I feel like... <laughs> <laughs> yes. Is that not what research is these days? <laughs> and have There's an argument that could be made that it is legitimate research. I mean, if you find a good source. <sighs> is it legitimate so research, I'll, though, Chris? I'll sh- depends on the source i didn't spend 20 hours looking it up so it probably isn't legitimate research um well cite it cite your source googled it here's my source um an author by the name of jenny gross wrote an article for the new york times on march 2nd oh new york times news yep right new york times (laughs) she the article is entitled six dr seuss books that will no longer be published over offensive images. Images? And the images, images. Okay, so she goes on to explain a little bit about who Dr. Seuss is, his uh, a little bit of his career. Does she explain that he's not a doctor? I missed that part if she did say it. <laughs> then she's not a very good reporter. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. She lists <laughs> the six... She, she lists the six books that are no longer going to be in print, including his first book, And to Think That I Saw It on Mulberry Street. Um, another one that was written, in, and that was written in 1937. One that was written in nineteen in the 1950s, If I Ran the Zoo. Another called McGilligot's Pool. Another On Beyond Zebra. Scrambled Eggs Supper. And The Cat's Quizzer. These six books have been deemed... Uh, are are no longer being published. The decision was made by the people who the people what was who wrong with are them? in charge of the the trust uh, fund uh, the trust uh, at Doctor Seuss. Say trust. that again, it, babe. Offensive images. Say that again. Like who who made that decision? The people who are responsible for the Doctor Seuss Trust. Okay, and so his what, publishing it wasn't rights. they the council culture people that 
went after him. It wasn't the liberals <laughs> who made that decision. We can't blame the, the libtards on that one. No. So I blame Jeff no, Bezos. No, you can't. So they in <laughs> if anybody ever so I read when I was a kid and to think that I saw it on Mulberry Street and McGilligan's Pool and my cousins had If I Ran the Zoo. So I'm I'm familiar with those three books and it's specifically uh, images uh, with racial slurs. in In her article, she wrote research. She quoted the district of Loudoun County Public Schools, who made the statement: "Research in recent years has revealed strong racial undertones in many books written and illustrated by Dr. Seuss." And that was one statement that the trust took into consideration as they were looking at these books, specifically. With the first one, and to think that I saw it on Mulberry Street, there is reference to a Chinaman, which in later publications was re- was rewritten as Chinese man. And then in the if I if I ran the zoo, there were references to an imaginary island off of the coast of Africa, and he, and Dr. Seuss's depiction of these said Africans looked a lot like monkeys. So. Those books uh, are all being okay. taken. That Those books are being taken out. Okay, so here Theodore. Here's something though. Not a doctor. Right. Okay. So he he started uh, aside from the and to think that I saw it on Mulberry Street uh, that he wrote in '37. He was writing political cartoons. That's where he really got his start from 1941 to 1943, and he used a lot of harmful stereotypes. Um, especially when he was characterizing characterizing Japanese people and people of Japanese Americans as well. well, well this is like okay. post World War later, II, right? So I mean most of right. all okay. of, Amer- all of America was racist at that point. I mean, especially towards Right. Decades later, quoting the article that Jenny wrote, decades later he said he was embarrassed by the cartoons which he said were full of snap judgments snap judgments that every political cartoonist has to make so he regretted all of that um it it was it went on to say that that it it basically it was a sign of the times it was the 40s um and i don't know that dr seuss i i think he is a product of the times he lived in so they're not canceling the lorax Nope, they're not canceling the Lorax or Yertle the Turtle, which if we want to go and be racist, Yertle the Turtle was the king of the pond, and he was drawn like Hitler. So are we racist against Germans? <laughs> like, the whole book is written about Hitler. I, well, I mean, You know this, right? There would, no, I don't know anything about it. Uh, I, don't know, I don't think I've ever read a Dr. Seuss book, uh, and the only Dr. Seuss movie I've ever seen is The Grinch. So, yeah. I don't know anything about it. Wow, you had you had a very deprived childhood. <laughs> Omar, do you know anything about Yertle the Turtle? I mean, other than like some brief readings when I was growing up, um, I think like my grandmother read okay. it to me. And then we have some stuff here. I think you've read some Dr. Seuss to the kids. But no, I don't like Dr. Seuss. It has nothing to do with uh, whether or not I think he's racist. I mean... Like we said, I think you can get into it a little bit. I mean, you were those dates you were saying, that's right after World War II, right? So, I mean, everybody was kind of like yeah. up in arms over the quote-unquote Chinamen. And, and basically, if you were of Asian descent, they were rounding people up and locking you. I mean, so like, yeah, like, and that was 
considered okay. I mean, nobody was up in arms about that. So yeah, I, I think big ups to the publishing company for you know getting ahead of stuff and feel if that's the way they feel and they want to make that decision. I mean, they're a a public company uh, and or private as a private company, I should say, and so they can make those type of decisions. Um, but um, yeah, before I get into all my thoughts, I want to hear more about what you have to say, babe. Oh, just that I, he, he definitely leaned into some of those racial stereotypes when he was writing these books. I don't disagree with the publishers taking these books down, but I would push back on everybody canceling him entirely. Nobody is though. Of That's books. the whole thing. Are people canceling him? Be- Nobody's canceling him entirely. That's what you hear on the news. That's what you see on uh, Facebook. Yeah, that's what. Right, but I'm saying like, yeah. let's not repeat that. I'm just, I'm, I'm pushing back against that because that's the narrative that is an untrue narrative. So, so yeah, you should have, you should have a problem with it, but nobody's doing that. What so. you're saying is that the company has decided to do this, not that they've been forced to to do it via cancel culture. That's what you're saying. That's the thing we're all saying. That's what the article says. That's not what we heard, though. That's what I heard that Dr. Seuss is racist and he's being canceled. That's what I heard. Well, yeah, that's what I've heard on social media too. Okay. Well, that's what I've heard on social media. Right. Well, what we can do in our podcast is is read the article like you did, babe. And that's, that's what's really happening. And so we don't, and we can speak to the fact that like, he's not being canceled. So that's all like, don't, you don't have to worry about that. Okay. What I want to finish my thought though, with the, he pushed back against things that were difficult in his time. So, for example, there was a lot of racism towards Jews at the time, back in the 40s even, like even in America. And so he wrote books like You're the Turtle. It's where, there were Germans in America. Well, that too. But <laughs> where he was showing how it's not a good idea to have a dictator. And he was doing it, he was writing it in children's literature. Hey, um, he speaking wrote m- of Germans, like Bartholomew her in World War II. Let her talk, Speaking Chris. of Germany shut, and World shut War II. Shut up, shut up. Uh, you know who shh, else canceled books? Shh, shh, you're canceled. You? Adolf Hitler. You're canceled. Oh, yeah, well, I knew that. <laughs> but, so, and the whole idea of both of those books, though, is that there is a dictator, and Yertle the Turtle wants to... S- be in charge of everything that he can see so he gets all of his people all of his turtles to stack up on top of each other and the more that he can see the more land he says is his but in the end all it takes to topple the entire kingdom over is the bottom turtle who sneezes and everybody comes (laughs) crashing down it's that's the story but i mean it's it's brilliant it's in I I think it is. I really think it is. And so in, in so brilliant. I have a hard time being um I, I I am against the people who are trying to cancel all of Dr. Seuss and saying that <laughs> everything he does is racist. So there it is. I and I know Omar's Omar is going to, say, to push back on all that. You're, 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 you're against the invisible people Omar. that don't exist. That's good. I will say this though, it is a New York Times article, so it could be fake news. <laughs> all right i don't know i don't know that that's entirely true though because i've seen people on who's trying to cancel dr seuss it's not it's not true who on so people on randos i don't have names trolls randos on social media trolls on social media people who are very concerned about everybody being very politically correct 
Look, you've seen Elizabeth them cancel. is on TikTok. She knows. I'm I'm trying to figure out where this is happening at because <laughs> I I hear a lot of people saying that Dr. Seuss is canceled, but I don't hear anybody actually like 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 who makes that decision? Who is they? Who is they? That's my whole thing. And then it's like like there are people that are saying don't buy Dr. Seuss books. We need their names, Elizabeth. I, I know that's the problem with Omar is he wants me to name it and cite it. And I didn't write down the people that I saw in the social media bits that I was looking that's, on I'm Twitter and names. I've heard I'm it asking, on. Did they say that? Is that what they said? Did they say don't buy Dr. Seuss? Yes. Books? Okay. Yes. I, I know for a fact, someone who's not saying don't buy Dr. Seuss books and that's Jordan. Jordan <laughs> loves Dr. Seuss. <laughs> yes. All right, go ahead, Omar. Share your thoughts. I'm done. All right, I'm. I'm sorry. I'm being thrown off by what is newer information for me. So I'm a little bit like shocked. That's why I'm asking questions because I like to ask questions so I can figure out what I need to respond to. Because as far as what everything that I've seen is people talking about stuff that they don't know anything about. Um, I don't know anything about it. Right, and that's kind of and that's kind of the whole thing that happens um, for most things on Facebook. And I'm not on TikTok, and maybe they have more um, direct line to cancel culture on TikTok than on Facebook. But from all I can see is people reposting stuff about how we should not cancel uh, Dr. Seuss. Everyone's scared and arguing. Did you hear? Did you hear? In fact, this is how it started for me. My conservative friend I work with last week, I come into work. He's like, so what do you think about them canceling Dr. Seuss? I'm like, huh? And so before I say anything else to him, I grab my phone and do my research, you know, quote unquote, went to Google and pulled up three different articles real fast. And all three articles, none of them say anything about Dr. Seuss being canceled, you know, and then it just said at that point, Joe Biden had decided not to read you know, Dr. Seuss during an inauguration and they, they had, they had pulled some books because <laughs> he can't read. He's exactly. <laughs> and, and so my, my response to my, I'm like, that, that's my whole thing is, so I don't like Dr. Seuss. It has nothing to do with the fact that he's not a real doctor, has nothing to do with the fact that his books are racist or anything like that whatsoever. Um, I don't like Dr. Seuss because it's hard to read. It's like, uh, I don't get it. You're, you're making up things that are too close together and I have a speech impediment as it is. And I get going too fast and it's just like, no, I, I just can't do it. So I, I can relate to good old Alzheimer Joe when he decides not to, you know, read Dr. Seuss in any sort of public form. I would be the same way. It gives me anxiety. I'd have to like definitely chill out before I try to read Dr. Seuss and read it really slow. Um, but no, so that's my biggest pushback just don't read fox and socks you'll be fine <laughs> my bush push, push back clearly and I, I didn't mean to like attack you personally elizabeth but i'm just like you know i'm always trying to cite the sources always trying to figure out who well, who's saying that like i mean like is there anybody actually like your co-worker said he's canceled <laughs> <laughs> but that's the whole thing it's not that's how it gets spread it's like, not a reliable source. It's not. It's that's not a reliable right. source, and that and that's yeah. where I'm like, where are you hearing this? And he does. He says the same thing. Well, I don't know. And, and like, I, I, I'll pull it. Blah 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 blah. And I'm like, well, show me the source. And I'm like, I've pulled up like three other sources. I'm like, this is what's actually happening. Where are you getting your your information from? He's like, I don't know. So and that's over and over again. And I'm sure this happens on both sides, on the liberals and on the conservative side. But for some reason, it seems like I keep 
being hit in the face with these conservatives, a lot of times Christian conservatives that are buying into this bullshit, whether it be Q prophecies or fake fake prophecies from these like well-known evangelical preachers or or even like this thing where everyone's freaking out that our free speech is being attacked because uh, a free enterprise decides to pull six of their books that were written like 80 years ago. So I don't know. Yeah. I'm never a fan when anybody tries to ban books or when people say, Oh, we're going to have to cancel, you know, this book or whatever. I don't know that that's what's happening here. Like I said, I don't know anything about it. This is, you know, I've heard people talk about it. I've heard certain people say, Oh, it's going to be canceled. And I've, you know, but I don't really know uh, what happened until Elizabeth read that news article. And I'm guessing it's accurate that the company has decided that, but I wonder if they decided that on their own uh, or if they were actually pushed well, yeah, but we don't know that. I've heard, I've read I mean, lots of different articles the article, where they, they, they actually had a research team, an internal research team that. Well, all right, well, good on them then. You're right, absolutely good on them. You know, and they were listening to the some of the public schools. They had several uh, contacts with district uh, public school districts that they were working with as well. Yeah, well, the school districts are all evil leftists, so we won't even go into that. Well, yeah, don't get us started there. <laughs> Oh my God. Well, they did the same thing with Laura Ingalls Wilder, though, too, um, uh, not that long ago, maybe about two years ago, I think, where uh, there was this whole push to quit using any of her books in schools. And there was, it, it was odd because, because they were saying she was racist. But what, what kept coming up there again was similar. It was similar there, too, where it was like, well, is the time she lived in was in the 1800s. And so, you know, we didn't understand that we needed to be uh, sensitive, kind culturally to other sensitive. Races Here's the deal: sensitive, culturally sensitive. You and I are the same age, Elizabeth, and you may have yeah. read one of my favorite books whenever I was a kid. It was about these, like I don't know, seven or nine Chinese brothers, and each one of them had like a skill uh, to escape yeah. death. Do you remember this book? The seven Chi- seven Chinese brothers is what yeah. it's called. Yeah, I'm sure that shit. If you were to go back and look at it today, is racist as fuck. But I love that book yeah. as a kid. <laughs> you know, are we gonna, are, yeah. are we going to cancel it? Should we? I mean, I don't know. I thought it was a story from their country. Maybe so it was. That's how I looked at I it. I have no idea. You know, <laughs> but I, I just remember you know thinking that that was such a rad book when I was a little kid. But yeah, what's going to happen to those kind of books? Even if they're even if they're intentionally good, you know, somebody might be able to look at that that may not even be a part of Chinese culture and say, Oh, that's cultural appropriation or that's, you know, this or that. Right. You know, and you have a lot of people doing that kind of stuff now. Um, and so it is kind of, uh, I guess kind of like, uh, annoying that that's happening. I don't know. I, I do feel like we should be culturally sensitive. I think we should be culturally respectful. Um, but at the same time, like wh- where do we draw that line and who gets to decide what right. is, uh, unacceptable. We should probably get rid of Aesop's fables because they were written by a slave. We should probably get rid of Hans Christian Andersen books because they're written by a German who, you know, didn't, I don't know. (laughs) You know, how far are we taking this? How far are we taking this? I don't know. And and can we hold Dr. Seuss to today's standards, to to, to today's moral standards? You can't. I don't think you can. He's not even alive, you know. So holding him to today's moral standards, I don't know. I find that problematic. Um but if the company, which they're a private company and they own the books, if they decide they want to get rid of them, that's their prerogative, I think. 
I would agree. Yeah. What do you think, Omar? <laughs> I don't know. I I think I times change. I think what's the yeah. what's the harm in moving on from something? Um, I think that's the biggest thing. As you guys are talking about something nostalgic that um, could have been racist, you know, when we were younger. Well, I mean, the '90s were very racist and homophobic, and I grew up playing smear the queer in football. But like, that's not okay now. But like, it was a fun game. I had a lot of fun playing that game. But it was so insensitive to somebody that may have been different or a little bit effeminate or something along those lines. That may not even have been gay at all. It had nothing to do with their, you know, masculinity. But um so that's that's just an example of things that like yeah like i was part of a lot of fucked up things too when we didn't know any better um but the more that we are sensitive to these things the more we're listening to these other cultures and i think that's the biggest thing that stood out to me is um i don't know the name of the company that owns dr seuss books or whatever it might be but the fact that they were willing to listen you know, to the school systems, whether right or wrong, or listen to the people who are reading their books and be like, to get ahead of everything and make the decision on their own, um, I think um, is going to, in the long run, benefit them more than them taking those books off the shelf. I think that's going to get them the type of positive reaction. And I think that more companies should do things like that. Um, and not that they have to, that they're bent, bending their rights. You know, they have the right to do it, how, conduct business however they want to. But I think that I got respect for a company that's willing to maybe lose a little bit of money. It's not making a decision that's not based purely on the bottom line. And maybe it was based on the bottom line where they're like, hey, we're going to end up, you know, being canceled if we don't do this. Let's get ahead of it. Maybe it was just really smart that way. And they're still evil. But I don't know. Um, so, but as far as like literature written in certain times, I mean, I don't, you can't really get into cultural appropriation, I think, with art. I think once you start doing that with anything that's art, because all you do in art is take what you've seen somebody else do and re- recreate it, whether it be in your own culture or in another culture. And I think that's wh- whether it be books or music or paintings anything that's art once you bring something from another culture into your culture it's that's what makes the art better i feel like in a lot of ways and so um i mean i even know if like a cultural appropriation is a real a thing Um, i think that there should be like some sort of respect once you like because i think sometimes like the whole blackface thing um you know i don't know if that's cultural appropriation or just racism (laughs) you know but it's just like i feel like that's just racism personally yeah but I had yeah. blue face over the black yeah, face. Yeah, I would say that too. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, <laughs> it's coming to America too. You guys need to watch that. Um, really funny. It's pretty uh, funny. But yeah, so that's that's I think end of my rant on that. I, I just say, um, good on it to Dr. Seuss, who's not a real doctor, um, for pulling their <laughs> pulling their six books. But um, things times change, and I don't think that we need to be nostalgic to things just because. I mean end up that's what our faith did so well jordan has something really funny to say or not excuse me not funny has something really uh i think good to say our listener Uh, and no actually we've got a few that are commenting here um jordan and nick and a lot of people we only have are around 
<laughs> and uh, 20 more that are on here, actually. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, he says, let's That's see. Because I'm on TikTok. <laughs> Uh, Louis Lamour once said, if you're going to read about the past, you have to judge them through the lens of the past and not weigh them against modern judgments. I think that's a pretty good quote. And I would agree with that. I think that's pretty good. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, speaking of, uh, speaking of cancel culture, um, (laughs) I was going to try to do a transition, but I I don't know if we're ready to go here yet. Did did you want to talk about your friend on Facebook? Yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll, uh, I keep okay. talking about Dr. Seuss a little bit. Um, I keep dropping okay. the whole thing. He's not a doctor. And, and that's not a hateful thing. I was just, I use Facebook a lot for trolling. <laughs> um, we'll get into that a little bit, I think, in the story Chris is about to tell. Um, no, you're going to tell tro- it because I don't, <laughs> tro- I don't tro- know Trolling has got me in trouble a little bit uh, recently. You know, no, I, I thought the story, I thought you were going to no, talk about. Um, you. Uh, um, us being one less member. But uh, anyway, no. So on Facebook, just like two days ago, uh, yesterday was it? Um, I posted that Dr. Seuss was not a doctor. That's it. And um, <laughs> it wasn't even like 15 minutes later. My I had a response saying, "Well, neither is Dr. Fauci, although Fauci was spelled wrong. So is Dr. F- I don't even know how you pronounce that." <laughs> and and um, it'd still be Fauci. Fucky. <laughs> so. Uh, I I, I, re- yeah. I respond, um, you know, uh, to that, um, you know, something along the lines. I don't know. Shut up. Let me just pull it up for you guys. Yeah, yeah. Pull it up. Um, pull it up. It was it. The guy didn't even care that you were talking about Dr. Seuss like that. His intention wasn't to go in there and t- even like comment on the fact that Dr. Seuss wasn't a doctor. He had an intention of. <laughs> just going straight to like conservative Q conspiracy theories, like, like right, right off the, the bat. bat. It was hilarious. It was, it was so much fun. And I know this guy, I've worked with him. <laughs> I've known him for a few years, uh, conservative Christian, good guy. Um, I don't have anything real negative to say about him. I just was really surprised that this was happening on my Dr. Seuss post. So, <laughs> and it, and this is kind of what uh, sparked a lot of this conversation today. If you guys can't tell, but um, I'm not going to read all the posts. Uh, if you f- don't follow me on Facebook, um, Omar Williams, look me up. Uh, add me. I'll add you. I uh, appreciate you guys. And also, you hear us talking about our listener who's following us live on Facebook right now. If you're catching this episode through the RSS feed, which a lot of you are, and you want to catch some of our live feeds, our roundtables and things like that, please find us at Fady Ray Podcast on Facebook. And you can also find us on Twitter and uh, follow Elizabeth on TikTok. Can you? <laughs> I don't know. I think we don't tweet, but we're there. Um, on Instagram. You're supposed to be the Twitter person, Chris. Yeah. I suck at Twitter. Man, I haven't been on Twitter in a while. So kind of face- bad at it. So Facebook. So my friend, who I won't read his name here, um, I was like, I don't I don't know who you know that is. but And I was just kind of fucking with him because he misspelled uh, Fauci. Uh Fauci. That's, that's yeah, not you right. got it. Um, and then he goes right into like, uh, you know, he's never treated one patient, you know, and that's a fact. And so I'm not going to like <laughs> listen to anybody who's never treated one patient in his life. And I was like, I was still on this whole doctor thing, you know, I'm like, it doesn't mean he's not a doctor. didn't get his doctorate. And then um, the, the, I'm going to read this one like quote for quote. And it's not that I don't like him. It's that I don't take orders from fake doctor. That's actually a Jesuit Luminati puppet trying to invoke the world in a satanic <laughs> control ritual. 
Can you can you repeat that? Yes. A Jesuit. Yeah. Yes. Um, take orders from a fake doctor that is actually a Jesuit Illuminati, which I don't know how they're connected together. Puppet <laughs> trying to in, involve. I think in, invoke um, the world in a satanic control ritual. So I guess wearing these masks is a satanic control ritual. Um, and my and my response to that was, "Wow, that doesn't sound crazy at all." <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, it goes back and forth. It gets into a little bit about Bill Gates, and I'm still trying to like steer it back to the whole like Dr. Seuss <laughs> Dr. thing. Seuss. And a couple people had commented because um, Bill Gates and Dr. Seuss are right. you know tight. Yeah, I think at one at one point I commented, I'm like, I never knew that. You know, uh, Bill Gates, Dr. Fauci, and Dr. Seuss were all connected until today. But, you know, you learn something new every day, apparently. They're um, all involved in Pizzagate somehow. <laughs> somehow they're all involved in Pizzagate. Q told them. I did learn something, though, um, through all that because I was like, um, man, you seem like the person to ask, you know, what happened with this March 4th thing? Because um, for you guys that don't know, um, that was the latest thing Q had said was that on March 4th, Trump was going to, like, somehow become president and uh, 19th president by the way mm, he said the 19th huh yeah because apparently we haven't had a legitimate uh, a legitimate democracy since the passing of the 20th amendment yeah it's weird <laughs> it's really weird shit it's so it's so weird shit and the fact that it gets tied into christianity and these people are like i'm so confused like, repeating it <laughs> and believing it and then the goalpost just keeps getting moved so i i mean i knew that nothing was happening on much worth other than my wife's birthday happy late my birthday, birthday. Happy birthday which was a lot of fun i took the day <laughs> off and hung out with the kids and she got to go out with her friends it was fun but uh omar was amazing oh you're day, amazing every you day so anyway mo- mo- moving on uh i i found <laughs> out though now there's a new date uh which I'm a little pissed about because they're taking the stoner holiday and making it all about Trump now. Now the next day is 420, which somebody said apparently is Hitler's birthday too. Fuck Hitler, you know, it is. Let's let's but just celebrate Hitler's birthday instead of There's been a lot of Hitler, of Hitler talk and I really don't know that I want you talking <laughs> anymore because between you liking Hitler and celebrating him and the support of Dr. Seuss and his Hitler writings <laughs> I just don't know, babe. We're, we're going to have to <laughs> talk about this with our counselor, I think. Anti-Hitler uh-huh, writings uh-huh. of Dr. Seuss. <laughs> we'll celebrate Dr. Seuss on 420. There you go. I want to go see Keller Williams on 420. Let's just make it a Chris, what's his last name's conversation. Keep going. Okay, so 420 is the new day that we have to wait for this Trump to become our 19th president. Well, it's kind of like Jesus, right? I mean, they keep saying he's coming back. We keep waiting. Oh, that's too soon. They keep keep changing the date. That's too soon, but but, (laughs) but, but you're right. I mean, like, to be really accurate, I mean, whenever they wrote, you know, that we're living in the last days, they literally thought that they were living in the last days then when the Bible was written. So, And now we know there's an ancient book. And it's really funny you bring that up, Chris, talking about racist books. Um, <laughs> being canceled because uh, <laughs> because um, you know the culture I grew up in in Christianity was really good at counseling people and things and boycotting oh, yeah. companies and canceling you if you're in the LGBTQ community and you know shunning people and now it's interesting how whiny they get when a book from their childhood 
isn't even canceled, but like, you know, it looks like it might be. And then it's all of a sudden it's like, Oh, free speech. But it's like, yeah, where was that? You know, before. So I don't know. Oh yeah. Yeah. They're all about that. Uh, that cancel culture. I, I saw a post on Facebook or somewhere where they said that Christianity was the original cancel culture. And I was like, wow, that's, it's they true. do shun people. Uh, and they do. Accurate. Yeah. That's, I mean, or God canceled, um, Adam and Eve. Out of the garden. Did he of cancel them though? Yes. Or did he just like bestow all this really horrible he, stuff he on them? Canceled them. He said, <laughs> "Death has now entered. You've now gonna you know you, you know you're naked. You know you have a little dick now, and you need to cover that shit up." <laughs> <laughs> he canceled the Philistines according to the Bible. So yeah. canceled whole yeah. whole tribes. And the Ninevites. Yeah. yeah. Canceled entire villages. You know, from Oof. women, children. Livestock, Babylonians. all canceled. Oh yeah, if a woman talked back, you could cancel her back in the day. Let's bring that shit back. Oh fuck you, Chris. What about <laughs> fuck you, Chris? What about this? What about uh, the flood? Isn't that the greatest canceling of all? Oh yeah, I guess you're right. True. That's pretty. That's a big cancellation. You can we cancel all of mankind? <laughs> <laughs> Except for one family, <laughs> one ancestral family. Right, <laughs> drunken ancestral. That's family. when incest is the best, babe. <laughs> That's what the Arkansas no. Arkansans. What do they call them? That's what the people from Arkansas say. Oh anyway. man! And my one buddy. So talking about that post, and then we can move on because somebody. It's still somebody just posted again, and my, another buddy of mine, Kenny, who is actually like a, a microbiologist or something. Uh, what? That's not right. Whatever. He's a mushroom guy. He actually went to school and studied to become horticulturist. Uh, no, it's not. Hor- it starts. With, it starts with an M. It's it's, it's in botany, but oh. it's it's a. Uh, anyways, yeah, it's, it's, he, he basically gets mushroom. He gets biology. to forage in the woods for mushrooms for for a job. But uh, he was on this and reading some of his stuff, and actually was trying to help my buddy out, and was like, because uh, he made some outlandish claim about how. There's lots of research that masks are actually harmful for you, and and my and my buddy's like, you know, what's the citations on that? And and the guy like lists like one person, and and uh, my other buddy was like, well, let me let me help you out. Here's some different links, and like they're really trying to be helpful and nice. And um, I'm, I guess I've waited long enough, as now I can also pick on this guy for spreading absolute nonsense this <laughs> this was just posted as we were talking <laughs> a lot of people lack critical thinking skills uh please don't purposely spread more misinfo there's plenty out there and this is kind of my whole point with the whole dr seuss thing um it's fine if you believe some crazy chick on youtube that works for some practice in uh Mc, McDo, Georgia, about things, but don't try and help spread dumb shit, and don't expect to get picked on for being so gullible. So, so yeah, so that so Facebook was a lot of fun, and that's and a much better thing than what I said to him. Yeah, I think which was like, uh, you have shit for brains or something like that. Which yeah, that was I, my original post. I was like, Chris, no, like Chris, no. I mean, he's this guy's like gonna definitely just bark back, and then it's gonna end up being just a shit post thing. So, but yeah, well. Yeah, and then you told me, hey, let's not name call. So I said, okay, sorry, you have shitty brains. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's so much better. <laughs> Taking the high road. In the end, you know, we we, well we both hate liberal elitists. So, you know, we bonded. Yeah. It's you, okay. It was it was so cute watching you make <laughs> friends like that, you know. Just like, it's kind of like watching 
Watching your kids. Or I was going to say like. <laughs> Make a new friend at the playground. Dogs, I was going to say dogs sniff each other's asses is more what I was going to go for. <laughs> <laughs> You're a dog. <laughs> so yeah, that's, that's, that's all good. I have on that. Um, you know, if we want to transition to any um, other news, um, me and Elizabeth made a post Last week, uh, letting people know that Cancel. Seth is no longer part of the podcast. Um, Cancel. And um, if for all of you guys who don't follow us on Facebook and only catch us on the RSS feed, um, we wanted to let's catch you guys up on, on the haps. Um, so as you just heard the story of the fun side of Facebook, it can get you in a lot of trouble too. And, <laughs> and so apparently... Um, about two two weeks ago now, um, I ended up. It's been longer than that. Uh, was it two, three weeks? Whatever. How long? Two or three been? weeks. Uh, I trolled uh, Seth's podcast page, Mental, and um, I guess it was bad time, bad uh, form. He got mad, and between that and I guess uh, me and Chris had gone live on fade to gray uh, around the same time and he was um hyper offended i think already and, and i think things had compiled over time and he just up and quit um everything the podcast the the groups that we're in and like without a whole lot of communication um but um since he broke then, up with us in a text that we didn't <laughs> see for like three days yes we, we did find we did find the text <laughs> later after i had already sent him a marco polo um, in response to an email. So anyway, so it's been, it hasn't been like really nasty of a breakup or anything like that. I don't want you to get that sort of a feeling. Every, we can all talk about how we feel about it. Um, I, I love Seth. I made an encouraging uh, video. If you didn't see it on Facebook, basically just telling you, Hey, check out mental. They have a lot of cool things going on over there. If that's what you're into. Um, and he has our, our blessing. Um, yeah, you should blessing. check out Mental, especially the episode where he says that we bully him and uh, are, you know, the reason for his trauma. And that's why I got mad. at him. But I'll tell you this. The one thing you need to know uh, for sure is that, you know, Seth always asked us to continue, you know, joking about him because a lot of people would say, well, you guys joked with Seth way too much. And you all need to know that we asked Seth on multiple occasions. Hey, man. You know, if it ever gets to be too much or if you're uncomfortable or whatever, let us know, you know, because we don't want to hurt your feelings or anything. And he would be like, no, it's what makes Fade to Grey great. Um, you know, I, I I like it whenever you do that. And so we would give Seth a lot of shit. There, and there was it was part of our dynamic. Yeah. In his defense, though, I mean, I, I will say you're absolutely like right, Chris. We did communicate openly behind doors. I love Seth. Uh, I considered him like one of my best friends there for a while we were just so close recording you go through a lot we had a lot of really emotional conversations about our past you know lgbtq stuff and re religious conversations that you know you really you get to know somebody and so um but i think a lot of times when it came to conflict though chris and you might be able to agree with me on that like he just didn't know how to articulate himself and like I think we were talking about it, you know, how it kind of bothered me, the breaking up through text sort of thing. But it doesn't surprise me either because um, I, over the years, I, if I felt like Seth had a problem with me, like he, he was clearly like angry in the way he was speaking toward me. I'd, I'd go to him like, you know, one-on-one -on -one and privately and be like, hey, what's going on? And like, 
nine times out of 10, it was always like, oh, it's nothing. You know, it, he'd say it's him, something going on with him. He had never actually confront anything that was happening in our relationship. It got to the point yeah. where it happened so many times I quit asking and then we just drew, drifted further apart. So when this happened, it was kind of like, I realized, Oh, like I already am not friends with him. Um, this had happened over time, but it just like we had, we quit sharing stuff a long time ago. And I think the same thing happened with um, the joking. Like he, if he, if he had a problem with it, we never knew it. And we tried, I mean, I'd like to say like you did or saying like, you know, we did everything we could to communicate with him, but to be fair to him, like I just, maybe he just wasn't able to tell us how he really felt. Like, I don't think he was. And, and here's my reason why is because I had gone and said something on his Facebook page that, you know, he, he's really big on spreading around misinformation without realizing he's doing it. And so I went and called him out on Facebook and I was kind of, you know, harsh about it. And I didn't hear about it until Seth's brother came to him and said, Hey, you know, you shouldn't take that from that guy or whatever. And so Seth messaged me and said, Hey, this is what my, actually he messaged me, uh, what his brother said. And I said, so I don't care what your brother thinks. What do you think? And he never would say anything. And I'm just like, dude, speak your mind, you know, like speak up for yourself. If you, if you really feel that way, how come it's not you that comes to me first without sending the, me these messages that your brother sent? You know, I don't care what Brent thinks. I don't know Brent. I've never met Brent a day in my life. So I, I don't know. I think you're right. I think Seth has a real problem with communication. And I think that, you know, he should have done a, a better job of that. I, I'm not as let's, let's just say this. You're in a much better place with Seth than I am. And I'm still pretty upset with him, uh, especially the way that he went on his podcast and talked about us. And I'm not okay with that. And the fact that he, you know, uh, broke up with, with us through that message on uh, Slack, which he knows nobody checks. And then later on, you know, we end up seeing it after the fact. And, and he sends us an email like tying up loose ends before we even read the other one. It, it was just really messy, really messy and really shitty. And uh, I'm not happy about it, to be honest. And I'm not okay with it. Well, I do have hard feelings. I, I'm not happy about it. I mean, but there's a lot of things in this life that I can't control. Um, and I can only sure. control control me. And uh, I've learned a long time ago for myself, um, I don't like feeling um, like I have anything against somebody. Like, it's just not a, not a good feeling to have. It's like, um, it doesn't hurt that person at all. It just makes guess like an icky feeling for myself. So I make sure um, to be <laughs> quickly release anybody from any sort of um, bonds or misdealings because you know, I'd rather just move on in life and not have to worry about it again. Yeah. How do you feel about it, Liz? Well, I kind of always felt like the outsider on those, on all of those little issues. Cause I never felt like I was really, involved but for the very last time which may have been one of the reasons like there was something that happened between me and him me and Seth that I had involved Omar in and it got real messy real fast um aside from that I always felt like I was on the on the outside so I never I never took sides I just heard the sides if that makes sense and so it it hurt me personally just to be in like, I guess, included in the 
mass breakup, if that's a thing. <laughs> um, but I feel like I, I, I don't have quite. I'm not at the place you are, Chris. I don't have the hard feelings. I wrote a song about it and posted a TikTok. If you want to hear it, it's over there. Um, and after I did that, um, it helped me process my feelings about it. And I'm good now. Like, I love Seth. Um, I wish we could still be friends. But, you know, we need we do need some space to figure out just life without him for a minute. Well, it wasn't just, but, you know, I, our feelings he hurt. I mean, he also hurt some of our listeners' feelings, people that are part of our Marco Polo right. group. Um, you know, he, he straight up I, ignored I, them, like wouldn't even, wouldn't even comment whenever they would talk to him in Marco yeah. Polo groups. We call and that not, being George Byron. I can't do anything about that. Oh, <laughs> I, I can't, I can't control that. So I can only control how I feel about it and how I respond to it. So that's why, that's how I'm coming yeah. at it. Well, and I appreciate you guys for your honesty and vulnerability, but like, I don't want to turn this whole thing into you know, it's more of FTG. I don't want to say tie up loose ends because that's just kind of sounds sloppy. But um, it's for, this is for the listeners that you know maybe have some questions or something like that. But and as far as Fade to Gray is concerned, um, I'm actually really excited about um, a lot of things that have been happening um, um, internally, other than this whole Seth thing. And um, oh I, yeah, for sure. I w- I would say. Uh, you know, to, to Seth, like I said before, like and Elizabeth said it, I love you. Um, you know, thanks for everything you've ever did with Fade to Gray. Um, we wouldn't be where we are without you. I know it's been a, a a while coming though. If you listen to some of the episodes back, like there, it's like um, he's been phasing himself out, whether or not he did it intentionally or not. It, it works out where um, you know, we had already been carrying all the weight. I just put it that way. So. So yeah, um, I'm, um, but yeah, I, professionally wise, I, this is the last time that I think we're ever, we ever need to talk about it. Um, we can always refer back to this episode if any listeners are ever curious. Um, but no, we appreciate everybody listening uh, live right now as well. Um, don't feel bad. I saw uh, somebody messaged me privately. I guess I didn't see any of the comments today, but I guess somebody had made a comment about Seth and and just know that we were planning on talking to you guys about this. So um, don't feel bad. And um, and also I've talked to some of our listeners too that are kind of concerned about how, um, you know, because we've seen other podcasts go through breakups and things like that and have bad blood and, and just leave a bad taste in listeners mouth. And, th- and we don't want to do that. And, um, so that's why I just want to let you guys know, like, uh, you know, moving forward, that's, we said our piece, this is it. And, um, yeah, thanks for listening. And if you want to go hear about trauma, you should definitely go listen to mental. I'm sure it'll be a great time. Uh, and and seriously Chris. though, cause Michelle Collins is incredible. Michelle yes. Collins is absolutely incredible. Absolutely. She's smart. She's intelligent. She's fucking knowledgeable about mental health. Um, fuck Seth is also knowledgeable about mental health. And so if that's something you're interested in, I would 100% seriously tell you to go check it out. Like if that's something that you like to hear, and I know there are a lot of people that do, um, you know, certainly I want you to go and, and support Seth, uh, in that. Uh, but you know, just know that he's also, did that hurt? Did that hurt that you to list. say, to say Chris, cause it, it looked like that was painful to, to get that out. No, <laughs> but, but I'm, I'm a big fan of, of Michelle Collins. That was easy to get out. <laughs> <laughs>
So can I talk about TikTok? Can we move on? What's TikTok? (laughs) So there's this cool new app called TikTok that's been around for like three years and I just found it. (laughs) No. um, So Omar was talking about um, getting involved in TikTok uh, because of Robert Monson. Is that how would you say his last name? Uh, I think it's more from Brendan Robertson, right? Yeah. B- Brendan oh, was the Brendan first person Robertson. to talk to us about it, but there's been a lot of people that have uh, suggested and encouraged us to, you know, dip our toes into that because that's, I guess the new big thing, but yeah. Right. So Seth kept trying to send us some TikTok videos of all the gay policemen. Um, and so I was like really turned off by it at first, but, um, then I'm like, all right, Omar, I want to give this a try. I want to see how this goes. <laughs> and I got sucked in. And you're making and like five or six TikToks hard. a day now. Well, <laughs> so I looked up the, I looked it up. And if you want to become famous on TikTok, you're supposed to put out at least five a day. Holy shit. How could you even have time it's to do that? insane. <laughs> yeah. So over the weekend, I tested it. I, I'm doing this whole experiment now. <laughs> And I did five a day over the uh, on Saturday and Sunday, and I got twenty five new followers, which doubled my followership. <laughs> and I've been on for oh, two weeks, a week. That's pretty good, something like that. Um, it helped that I advertised on Instagram as well. I have a five hundred. Well, no, I have seven hundred followers on Instagram, so I posted over there, um, and was told over there actually that i need to post my tiktoks over there on the reels because they all want to see it but anyway omar's bored (laughs) it's just it's it's been a lot of fun to duet and to stitch um it's a lot easier than it seems so um, i duetted you yeah i really yeah you did it's been really fun um and those are those those things are helping so yeah if you want to go uh see me um blowing off steam and ignoring life uh Go find me at Four and Toe Podcast on TikTok. Nick wants to know uh, what you're advertising today, Elizabeth. Oh, I'm advertising bubbly again today, <laughs> but it's the uh, grapefruit bubbly um, instead of the raspberry one because I'm out of raspberry and I have a big case of grapefruits. <laughs> there you go. And I'm That's advertising great. White Owl duo, Duos, um, the coconut and rum flavor. <laughs> yes. And I'm advertising Planners Pecans. Because sometimes you feel like a nut. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. Yeah. So yeah, I'm sorry. I I I was bored. I don't know. I I I still I must be old. The whole idea. I walked into her working on some of her TikToks, and she was so fun. Had so much energy, and I was just like, I don't want anything to. I don't want to get sucked into this world. I really don't. Like it, I, I, I understand. Um, we have the conversation earlier about you know things change and you just have to accept them. Technology being one of them, um, you know these apps and as far as um, podcasting goes, um, a lot of everything uh, video is key. Video is king, I should say, right now. And so any apps that where people can actually watch, uh, whether it be streaming facebook live youtube um tiktok all these different things are what's blowing up um and so 
oh, man, I'm I'm so reluctant. I, I saw, um, but I mean, they were cute. You had some TikToks where you're like some little old lady that was, you know, telling people like <laughs> what they're uh, supposed to do. I don't know. You are rolling your eyes at yeah, that one. I mean, I'm kind of surprised you're saying that's the one was cute. Cute. The other ones were so much more fun. Cute. I mean, uh, I mean, kittens are cute too. You know, it so, was. You know, I don't. Which three of our cats so far have been on my TikTok page? That's probably the only three that are going to be on there. But, so, you know. so yeah, I don't know. I'm all stuff I'm not into. <laughs> so. <laughs> I find it a really great outlet to for the performing arts in it in in a way, um, and it's not to me. I found it not overwhelming. Like the idea of YouTube is like for some reason so much bigger than TikTok. It like is so much heavier, and <laughs> so much more freaky. Um, it takes a lot more commitment to do YouTube, um, but I can access my musical side or my skit making side or you know it's fun it was fun it is fun i'm going to continue i like it i, I think it, there's a lot of really funny videos on there there's a lot of entertaining content um i like it I'll, i've made a few i'm not great at it obviously i'm old and um i don't plan on getting famous like elizabeth but uh certainly it's fun to make them every now and again uh so yeah and maybe we can make one for fade to gray i don't know yeah, that ultimately is my goal. And um, so we'll, any tips, suggestions, I mean, babe, you're killing it. That's awesome. Um, it's not going to be my realm. But uh, if uh, anybody out there wants to tell us how we can. Apparently, Elizabeth was saying we have to have like certain number of thousands of followers before you can even do videos that are longer than two minutes. Before you, so. before you can go live. Yeah. Yep, you have to have a thousand followers before you can even go oh, live. So we could, okay. we could, we could potentially, as a podcast, go live on TikTok, but it would be like one person. Uh, but you have to have a thousand followers. So I'm fifty so far. So let's get to a thousand people, <laughs> um, and then I can go live on TikTok. Is that also why I can only make fifteen second uh, TikToks? You should know you're doing something wrong. Okay. You should be able to make sixty second TikToks. <laughs> <laughs> Most of mine are 60 seconds, although I was looking at some analytics and there was a one guy was doing a uh, research. He was saying that if you don't capture a person's attention in the first seven seconds, it's useless. So just make seven second videos. So he he was testing it out and he had some seven second videos. So I tried it, um, but I don't think my content was exciting because it was one of the least watched videos in the last 24 hours. So, well, all right. That. Speaking let's, of let's, uh, let's land this plane. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of social media, uh, we're always over on Marco Polo. You know, get over there. Get on Marco Polo. Evan, I tried to add you. I didn't know how. So somebody add Evan to Marco Polo, please. He's asking to be put in there. And uh, guys, yes, we can do that. let's not cancel each other. Look, I don't like Seth right now. I don't want him canceled. Right? Okay. Maybe Elizabeth doesn't like Dr. Seuss right now. She doesn't want him canceled. Right? Christian nationalists, they don't like logic right now. Let's not cancel logic. Right? <laughs> <laughs> no cancel culture, people. Yeah. Omar doesn't like TikTok. Cancel TikTok. <laughs> I agree. That's uh, it's been a lot of fun. Thanks for listening. Um, if you didn't catch us live on Facebook at the time, uh, we are 
pretty random about it, so make sure that you are following us on Facebook. Uh, click the little button to get the notifications when we go live. Um, is there any questions or comments from the people who are watching us right now that you want to read before we uh, wrap this thing, Chris? Uh, no, there's a bunch. Just uh, go follow us on Facebook. You can read them yourself. <laughs> Facebook and Instagram at Fade to Gray Podcast, on Twitter at Fade to Gray Pod, and find me on TikTok at Four in Toe Podcast. I'm also on Instagram and Facebook at Four in Toe Podcast. So there you go. And we got a new episode of Movies That Molded Me. Ow, ow. Peace. <laughs> Don't mind me, I'm just over here burning bridges. I thought I saw a light at the end of the tunnel It was just you striking the match Just about to let the dynamite blow I took that fire from you I lit the bridge So don't mind me I'm just over here Burning bridges I thought I saw a light at the end of the tunnel